We're uh, six minutes in. Oh, we're starting now, but we're six minutes late. Welcome back to the podcast, folks, the Tesla Talks podcast. This is episode 10, believe it or not. I can't believe that we've... I, I say that at every beginning of every podcast, that I can't believe we've made it. But it's true. It's like from week to week, it may just like you know blow up. And to some people, that may be good. Let me introduce uh, my guest to you guys, and I'll just stop rambling. On my, I guess... My right, top right, we've got Paul Tesla Connect joining us back by popular demand. He's been off for a few weeks, but uh, welcome back, Paul. I'm back in the land of the living. Yes, yes. And I, I don't know if that's a timely joke or that's. Anyways, <laughs> no, that's, just forget I said that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <laughs> below us here, we have uh, Franklin, aka hey. Mother Frunker. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you doing? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Always glad to be here. I was like, going to say. Yeah, I like your garage. It's really cool. Thank yes. You. Yes. You look like um, like uh, David and um, Eric in, his, in their garage. Like It almost so looks the same. This here uh, yeah. is for my video for tomorrow. Ooh. Very cool. Can't yeah. wait. So. Yes. And uh, real quick, shout out to East Bay. East awesome Bay. sweater. Yes. yes. Tesla Club East Bay. So, yes, sweet. I want to throw it out there. All right, we're good to go. <laughs> we're good to go. Okay, quick house cleaning before we get to the topics. We got a quite a bit. Like you know, with everything shut down, you would think there wouldn't be Tesla news, but you know what? Uh, leave it up to Elon on Twitter to uh, keep us full with news this week. Um, what I was saying was, uh, let's do the housekeeping uh, stuff. If you want to leave a question, if you want a question answered, you want to speak to us, uh, you can e either. Do it here live, and uh, someone's making a comment right now. Someone, oh, uh, Chad saying hi. Uh, come, come into the chat if you're watching this live, and you can leave a question. We can answer it near the end of the show or during the show, uh, or you can leave a question uh, on any any of uh, the social media platforms that I'm on or these guys are on. And if you leave it to them and just say it's for the podcast, they will forward it to me. But the best way to do it is the email. Just email me. Uh, Tesla talks questions at gmail.com. Just Tesla talks questions at gmail.com. Throw in your question there, and I guarantee you, some way, somehow, we will entertain your question and probably answer it too. What do you think, guys? You think we, we, we can take a shot at answering if, if uh, they're nice enough to go out of their way and leave as long as there's no math involved? I'm good. Oh, oh well, we got Franklin here. Yeah, and that's right. And we got Elon too. Um, anyone watching this at home, you know, I say you don't have to watch. You can you can listen to it or you can uh, stream it on. Oh, which by the way, our audio uh, podcast version comes out usually a couple days afterwards, a day or two afterwards. Uh, you can get it on TuneIn Radio, so you can listen to it in your car as you're driving and commuting and stuff like that. Not that many people are driving anymore, but anyways, or you can get it on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts. Those are the two places. But what I was going to say, and now he took it off. If you're watching this on YouTube or, <laughs> or you're watching it live, <laughs> Franklin uh, has brought a special guest here tonight, and his name is the one and only Elon Musk. Nice to meet you, Elon. Elon. Hi. Elon <laughs> yeah, she sounded like it. Elon's not going to say too much, but he's going to. Is he going to dance? He'll I come in and out of the podcast as time goes on. That was Paul. Okay, what we need to do is we need to get a soundboard of Elon Musk. Yes. And next all his different – next week. Okay, yeah. just give me time. I will make one. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I know. If if anything can be done, you'll do it for sure. Okay, um, first and foremost, uh, 
let's just talk and we're not going to discuss this too much it, it was news but we don't need to discuss it too much um the earnings the not the earnings sorry the uh the numbers let me see it up here i will just I hope it a lot yeah uh, no, I mean, in terms of like, there's not in a lot of news about it, but you know what? It was better than expected. And I'm no expert when it comes to numbers and stuff like that, folks. I don't know if these guys profess to be, but I certainly don't. So I will just put it right up here um, on the screen if you're watching it. 88,400 vehicles in the first quarter. Uh, apparently, the experts weren't expecting this. I mean, I don't think anyone was expecting it, but that's pretty good for the last week being I shut think down. I think the adjusted uh, expectations were 78,000, if I recall correctly. It's been a few days since I read it. But yeah. um, I think the bigger part of the story is my understanding is they actually produced over 100,000 vehicles in the quarter. And this is what they delivered, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because as, as we know, production. Go ahead. It's still, it's, yeah, I was just going to say it's really impressive if you consider uh, factory shutdown uh, harder to deliver. Uh, when you factor in all the changes that's happening, uh, it's a really impressive number, especially oh, yeah. if you compare it to uh, year over year. Uh, someone tweeted out a percentage chart, and I don't know off the top of my head, but if I remember looking, uh, Tesla was the only one that had a percentage increase, where everyone else was, uh, no, Kia had 1% increase, okay, shout out to Kia, but everyone else was like zero or below, Yeah, right? So Tesla's yeah. like really impressive numbers, all considering. Well, I knew it was going to be a, a really good quarter because when, like whenever all of your referrals from you, you get, you know, from your YouTube videos or whatever, uh, when they all close before the end of the quarter, that's usually a great sign. And that's how I know that it's going to be a good quarter. That's a good point. You know what? You, you do bring up a good point. And the same thing happened to me, except for one guy in every, every, <laughs> Not a quarter, but every few months, I keep looking to see if this guy. I feel bad for the guy. He if he hasn't got his car yet, or if it's just a glitch in my referral. But there's a guy. If you're listening to this at home, um, <laughs> his name is Cole. Cole okay. ordered a car back on the 17th of January. <laughs> yeah. mm. According, I don't want to. Um, it doesn't matter. According to this, Cole hasn't picked up his or got his car delivered yet. And there's other people that ordered their cars like back last month in March, a couple people in March, a couple people in, in, in February, and they all got all their cars before poor Cole. So Cole, if you're watching or listening out there, I feel bad for you if you really sit there. Okay, but wait a minute. Ready. Should we feel bad? Because maybe you ordered the Roadster. Uh, no, the Roadster's not part of the okay. program. But. Okay. But that's, yeah. the, uh, what I was going to say about that is the, it's kind of interesting because I'm sure you guys get quite a few referrals, right? Uh, what's the longest you've seen someone wait? So for me, three I've, months. I've seen three months. I've seen a guy wait four months for his car. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's because I was like, I always track it, and I don't know why. But I'm just kind of obsessed with numbers. Uh, I always track to see how long it takes for them to take delivery, and four months was like my record from like referral to delivery. Okay, well that brings up a good point and maybe a talking point here. Um, I'll start with you, Paul. How yes. long from when you and I don't mean. Two years. Uh, March 30. No, no, I don't mean the two years. <laughs> I mean, from when you placed your order to when you got your car, how long did you wait? Okay. So uh, the Model X we got in September of 2017, and that one took three weeks. Uh, the Model 3 was really quick. Uh, we got that in June of 2018, and I think it was two weeks or less between confirming the order and getting the car. So 
Franklin? Um, so when I actually placed in my order, I could have took delivery of it two weeks after. Uh, so basically in Ontario, for those who don't know, Tesla did like a big massive delivery event for all the people in Canada, uh, or all the people in Ontario rather, at the International Center. And they delivered low at like 15 That's where I got mine. Yeah. 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 yeah we all so did, yeah. I was supposed to receive mine uh, a week before they started doing all the mass deliveries. But I ran into a problem with insurance because I couldn't find an insurance company that would insure the car because no one had it listed. The car is literally too new. Oh, uh, really? So I had to delay my delivery uh, by week. So technically, Tesla is ready to deliver the vehicle within two weeks. I ended up waiting three just because of my insurance mix up. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I've known you this long, and I, I didn't know that you you almost got your car before the mass rush. Correct, yeah. Oh, really? It wow. booked me uh, an appointment, and uh, I just couldn't couldn't do it because of the insurance. Uh, you well, don't need insurance. What is I, it? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, this is a bit of an aside, but one of these days I have to tell you guys about how uh, Tesla lost my wire transfer, and I almost didn't get my Model 3. <laughs> Wow. Tesla loses a lot of things for you, Paul. <laughs> they do. I'm yes. telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. Wow. They didn't but, lose it. They just want you to pay twice. Yeah. Well, I'm like, yeah. And the, the guy's, uh, it was funny because I go to pick it up. He goes, oh, uh, so where's your, your bank draft? And I said, oh, I paid you guys already by wire transfer. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, that's scary, eh? That's a, a pucker moment. <laughs> yeah, totally. So yeah. anyhow, don't pay by wire transfer out there, people. Moral of that story, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I ended up doing. Yeah, wow. Um, uh, getting really quick. Yeah, uh, Chad said California deliveries were crawling at best prior to shutdown. This is an amazing number. China Giga Factory will have to carry the quarter two numbers. You read my mind, frankly. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to bring up. Chad's comment there, and um, yeah, you know what? I think I, I got to wonder. I don't know. But um, or maybe they said it, and I, I I didn't get that part. Maybe you guys can chime in if if I'm not correct. But I gotta think that China uh, played a big role in in the numbers. Now I'm not saying out of the eighty eight thousand they did half or anything, but you know what? I'm curious to know what the numbers would be without China if they would have. Last year, China's up to three thousand per week. Yeah, that's right. Which I mean. is pretty impressive. Uh, Even during COVID. Uh, well, no, the, no, after, but COVID. after COVID, yeah, okay, the 3,000 a week, and you have to remember that they're uh producing them again, uh, regularly. So, 3,000 a week over a whole quarter is quite a feat, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are those only times. for the Chinese market, though, or are they being exported back to um, as far as you know, only for the Chinese market? Only. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I thought, mean, yeah, yeah. And and what, what makes it interesting is. Well, no, you're right. I'll just leave so it. The, it can be roughly like, I mean, at 3,000 a week, 12 weeks, we're looking at what, like 36,000 roughly delivered this coming quarter, assuming they don't ramp up any further than mm -hmm. 3,000 a week and they stay consistent. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, let's call it 35 for simplicity's sake. 35,000 per for, for a whole quarter is quite a few, right? It's almost half of what they did. Yeah. And keep uh, in mind too, they're just starting out and they did the slow ramp up and they were all getting, you know, getting in gear and everything. And then COVID came and they had to shut down. And when that was all over, I don't even know if it is over in China, but when they started back, they, they had to start off. So basically they were they were their ramp was interrupted. Yeah. So for them to be doing yeah. three thousand is pretty impressive. Well, it's just, it's interesting because 
I I disagree with a lot of what Elon has said about COVID. I think he's come around now, yeah. but back in the early days. Um, and I can see why he'd be frustrated because can you imagine if not for COVID, what we might be talking about today? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. You know, in three months from now. I, yeah. It's, it's definitely put a, um, you know, a temporary kink, if you will, right, into the production and delivery. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, production, Dax and I were talking about it last week, how this might help them uh, just the factory for Model Y deliveries or model, model, the Model Y ramp. Oh, with and, the downtime. Yeah. Yeah. And I was reading, Dax, that apparently it is true uh, that they're able, they're tweaking now as we speak uh, to increase uh, the ramp of the Y. Yep, I read so, that. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about it last week before uh, these articles surfaced. Dax and I, uh, well, Dax oh, called genius. it. it, it no, it, it was a speculation, right? But it, it made sense, yeah. too. Right? You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Dax, Dax has inside information. Yeah. You heard it here. You better got, follow him. I've got Elon's ears. Is that what you guys tell me next? I wish. Poor <laughs> Elon, he's just scrambling. But, you know, I mean, what we didn't touch on at the beginning of this show um is what we've been, I mean, I hate to say it's the norm, but in the last couple of weeks at the beginning of the show, we've been checking in to see how everyone's doing with the uh, pandemic and everything like that. And uh, we just rushed right into the news. So I, I apologize, guys. I should ask you, how are you guys doing? Your your uh, family and loved ones and everything, everyone everyone good? Who? Um, yeah. <laughs> Both of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I actually... Just Go had ahead, a relative Frank. in Italy pass away uh, oh, because yeah, of COVID. Sorry to hear that. Sorry, yeah. that's terrible. My yeah. condolences. Um, yeah, no, I mean here everybody's okay. We've been sheltering in place now. Uh, this is day twenty-one for me and my family. So <laughs> we're going a little stir crazy. Uh, my production of videos has come to a halt. I just, you know, there's so many other more important things going on right now that I just haven't had. Uh, the motivation to you know, pump out those videos, but um, hopefully this thing's going to pass and we're going to get back to normal sooner uh, than we expect. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, buddy, uh, just off before you'd come on, on the stream, Franklin and I were talking off air, same thing um, for me, at least I it just, you prioritize things, right? You, yeah. Uh, what's more important. And um, yeah, I haven't been pumping out other than the podcast here. And I think I did one last week with the charge port issue. Uh, yeah, I haven't been putting too much out. We're just uh, taking it like my day. I've always gone in waves with videos. So, like, I have a ton of ideas. I have, like, a massive list of things to do. And yeah. I'll go in waves, and I'll be, like, really motivated and do, like, a bunch of videos. And I'll, like, pop them out, and then I'll just not, like, stop, and I'll be, like, burnt out, and I need a break. And then I'll go on, like, a break and stop yeah. for a while. So I'm kind of, like, on my, like, pump-out phase right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's YouTube. Buddy. I'm on my break phase right now. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, it's, it's. I've heard so many YouTube creators say that. That's how. It, that's how it works, right? I mean, yeah. I don't. It's just a human condition thing, but that's how it works. We go up and down. So I'm glad to hear you guys are doing good. Um, yeah. How are you? Doing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Same. Same, buddy. It's um, same as you guys. We're making the best of it. I've got two small kids and wife's working from home and stuff like that. So we do the best we can and. Um, Everyone I talk to, friends and family, they they say sometimes it's like um, that it's starting to get to them. It's yeah, like like you guys are saying, it's week four here in uh, southern Ontario or in Ontario, or I guess you can say Canada as a whole. But yeah, it's 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 uh, getting to everyone, and I see it uh, outside on on the street and the road and in the news and stuff like that. Um, people are just on edge, and you can't blame them. I mean, 
being cooped up and stuff like that. We're not meant to be cooped up, or we're not not, not that we're not meant, we're not accustomed to being, being cooped up. So it is what it is. Um, but it I'm makes glad. Me feel bad for my dogs because now I know how they live. No wonder they want to go out for walks constantly. Yes, that's why people at home and you guys, you shouldn't go to zoos and aquariums. And anyways, that's I heard a tiger got infected last week at some the zoo. tiger. Oh, tiger. He, he, yeah, but, yeah, and he was tested. Do we need to? Do we need? To, no, okay. Let's forget. I said that. Let's move on. No, no, he, no. He, you brought it up, so I have to say something. He had a. He went on a business trip to China, yes. so he was in quarantine, and he. You have to get tested. It was just important. Yeah. Why did they test a tiger when when there's so many things going on in New York? I don't know. Anyways, that's just my yeah, that's a rabbit. That's a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. By the way, real quick. Yeah. Moving on. Yes. The the, the few people we have watching live are gonna leave. Yeah. Moving to the next topic. Um, it's it's along the COVID lines and stuff like that. And it's um, tell me if you guys noticed th th that. After this was announced, the stock went up. But uh, we're talking about a, a Tesla making or designing a ventilator uh, using mostly Model 3 parts. Like, is that not cool? I don't know if anyone's watched the video. If you haven't, pause this. Uh, if you're not it's pretty it, cool. And, and, yeah, go on YouTube and just search for Tesla ventilator Model 3. And it's like a three- or four-minute video, and all the engineers yeah. take turns explaining things and stuff like that. And uh, – it's so cool because you recognize like the screen, the 15 inch screen, you recognize that as the, uh, the output. And the, it's <laughs> well, just it's amazing. I know. You know, like, and don't take this the wrong way. I mean, this is, you know, all in fun and whatnot. Uh, and I would never wish, you know, COVID on anybody uh, or on myself or whatever like that. So, but I'm just saying that as a Tesla fan, if I did need a respirator or a ventilator, um, I think it'd be pretty cool to have a Tesla one, and it would probably help me pull through. I, I know what you're <laughs> saying, uh, Paul. Uh, I know you're saying it facetiously and everything like that, obviously. Yeah, this is all in fun. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, because when, from what I understand, and I'm no health expert, please don't take any health uh, advice from, from this show. Yeah, but I, I, I've heard if you're on a ventilator, it's really, really bad. And the prognosis after after they hook you up to a ventilator and the damage afterwards is, is not pretty, but it may save your life is what I'm saying. Yeah. This, if you're watching at home or you're watching on a YouTube thing, this one, <laughs> this one still picture of the, the model three screen, see in the bottom left corner here, they still have the little car icon. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I don't Man, know. There's, why. there's I think, times where I wish I went into hardware instead of software. Yeah. This is like one of those times where you see like really cool uses of hardware. Uh, being helpful. Yeah. I, I wish I knew and understood it more. Yeah. I think this is a really, if I can get serious for a moment, I, don't uh, know I think I, <laughs> I struggle with it, but I try. Um, you know, I think this is like Tesla's got a lot of great engineers, and I think this is fantastic what they've done here to uh, take parts that they would otherwise use in their vehicles and through ingenuity, right? Just sheer ingenuity come up with a working prototype so quickly of a life-saving medical device. So I have nothing but um, such great things to say about Tesla uh, for, for doing this and for Elon to give his team the space to, uh, to go in and be creative and, and come up with something like this. Yep. Oh, I, I echo your thoughts on that one, Paul, too. And you know, there's other companies and, uh, 
uh, people out there that are stepping up to the plate yep. in this crisis and doing equally as good stuff, and or if not the same stuff that Tesla's doing. The only reason we're you know talking about this and Tesla is because it's the Tesla show, right? In this one picture, uh, I think this is the infotainment, the the MCU uh, yep. control board <laughs> that's controlling that they've I guess reprogrammed and it's controlling the ventilator. That's pretty awesome. And somebody's getting a message as we speak. And I'm sorry. No, 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 no it's, it's, it, this is live and this is real. I put my phone this is on. Raw and real. Silent. So did I. <laughs> just saying, Franklin, just Frank, just saying. It's, all my cameras just went offline. So fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Are we going to yeah. lose you, your, your connection here? Hopefully not. I'm okay. still going strong. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, like, um, so we know Tesla's doing this. We know some other great companies are stepping up to the plate. Um, and, yeah, like I was saying, it's just it's so great to see this. I hope, though, that uh, it's not going to be needed. Like, I hope this thing passes. Um, you know, I've heard some encouraging news uh, today that today, it's yeah. going to be uh, not as bad as people had uh, anticipated in the modeling. That doesn't mean that people should stop social distancing or no. anything like that. But um, I hope it's not needed. But it's so great to see companies like Tesla step up to the plate and do something like this. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what I understand, and we're going like off topic here, but uh, the reason why it's not going to be as bad as people predicted is because of social distancing, yes. because of the measures in place. Uh, yep. Yep. Just Ontario, for example, without measures in place, it's like a hundred thousand dying versus uh, ten to fifteen thousand. Right. So yeah, it's like a huge jump. And uh, if you guys are watching this wherever you live, please follow uh, whatever uh, your local or Express. government people are saying. Yeah, whatever they're telling you to do because it's important right yeah so. that, well that's what i was saying in, in that last video it's don't listen to the experts the medical experts uh wherever you are not so much listen to your government <laughs> depending <laughs> on where you live if you know what i'm saying without getting political i, I think we all get what you're saying listen yeah. you I, know, you, Chad. I only i only follow <laughs> tesla content on twitter and I never knew how many people I follow on Twitter are medical experts up until the last couple of weeks. Really? Are you being serious or joking? Oh, I'm joking. 100% I'm joking. <laughs> <That's very fun>. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't go out of my way to post medical stuff because it's not my area of expertise. So I shouldn't be giving advice out to people. My advice is to follow people that know what they're saying. Right? If that makes sense. No, I and you're probably not going to get that on Twitter. You're not going to get that on Facebook or whatever social platform you follow. Uh, some of the governments are really bad, so you got to follow. Make sure you're following. Some are, awesome. some are really good. Look some are really good. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you're though. following. Uh, make sure you're following medical experts. Right is all I'm going to say. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, because the medical experts, in my opinion, and yes, we're going to get back to testing news in a second. The, the <laughs> medical experts don't belong to a political stripe or a party. They're doing what they know to do, which is give you sound medical advice. To save your life, hopefully, right? So, listen, yeah. listen to your medical experts wherever you are, uh, and yeah, we will get through this. Um, yeah, good news today uh, here in Southern Ontario or in Ontario. I keep sorry, I keep saying Southern Ontario it just rolls off my tongue, but I should just say the whole province. Um, and wherever you are, hopefully everything is um, looking better for you um, in the near future, in the very very near future. Moving right along, unless anyone else has anything to do uh, say about the. Um, uh, the ventilator. We'll move right along. Stop. Signs. 
Yes. <laughs> you, you and your segues, yes. Stop signs stop, and traffic lights. And um, this this topic, and once again, I did it again. Okay. I didn't do it from the very beginning, so I'm going to do it now. This one comes by, uh, this article comes to you guys uh, by Tesla-Rati. The last one, I believe, was, was it, um, was it electric? I apologize, but I'm working on it, folks. I'm working on it. This one's by Tesla-Rati. Um, talking about the rollout by, uh, with the autopilot, the traffic lights, and stop signs. And the only reason we're doing this uh, topic as news is because the three of us here are Canadians and we're super, super jealous because <laughs> of course this is there. Elon is saying uh, weeks away. Uh, and then for the other markets, uh, th what do you say? Third quarter, third quarter, sometime third quarter. in the third quarter. Yeah. So basically it could be like the end of the third quarter, just before the fourth. It could be, yeah. It could be uh, Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Technically, you well, didn't even say which third quarter. All right. No, it can't be Halloween. It would yeah. have to be um, se September. September. Yeah, but he, he didn't say which third quarter. So he can be like the third quarter of 2022. Yeah. I mean, and and like, that's what I was going to say. It's like he said he yeah. said weeks away for the U.S. And now, I mean, we sound like a broken record every time we say it. Uh, and I'm sure anyone listening knows this. But whatever Elon says, when he says weeks, how do we translate that, guys? <laughs> months yes. the dog years no um <laughs> we need to create an elon calculator so but there should be a mathematical way to do this you take all you said beliefs, get, oh, hold on hear me out for a second you take all the stuff of when he said things would be released and you calculate the real release time and then you grab an average of all those numbers and then you use that elon as your calculator time. yeah yeah, yeah. Elon time. That's awesome. but, but you someone else like, wants to do it i not me. Um, so on the story, like I, I totally understand why it would be released by geography, and I understand why the U.S. would be first. Um, you know, probably more receptive from uh, of a regulatory environment than than say a Canada or certainly Europe. Um, but what troubles me with with, and I'm going to get on a little bit of a pet peeve here. I'm sorry, folks, but you'll probably feel the same way as me. There seems to be no rhyme or reason. Uh, to the release schedule, even within a jurisdiction, right? So Franklin, you are on 12, you just got 12.5, right? Um, so I had it because I did the hardware three upgrade. Okay. I have the hardware three upgrade, but um, <laughs> I, I didn't mind. No, no, hold on. I didn't okay. mind after you. Oh, Paul oh, you did basically after. saying, screw you. I had it too. If it makes you feel any better, uh, Mark had the same update you had. I did okay. my false, full self-driving update a day after him. So he did his on the Wednesday. I did mine on the Thursday. Yes. He got the old version. I got the newer version. And he has been able to update since where I've been running the newest version. I've heard of that too, right? But but back to you, because what you said so interesting today, you had 12.1 this yep. morning, and then you yep. got 12.5 just now. Correct, yeah. I'm on 8.3. Dax, you're on... Well, see, I'll throw in another uh, thing into your, your equation there. I was on 8.3 this morning. I go into my car, and I'm now on 12.1. I was hoping to be 12.5, but it's 12.1. So, yeah. I actually, I got okay. okay, so this just shows you, like, it's kind of crazy, even within a jurisdiction, that there seems to be no rhyme or reason Very to the release schedule. And I would just love to know what the philosophy is behind it. I mean, just communicate with us, say, okay, either we have none, right, 
or uh, we'll let you, you know, switch between standard and advanced and allow you to kind of check yourself, which sometimes that works. Most of the time it doesn't. The, um, I just wish there was more predictability in it. The standard or advanced square is just like a fake toggle to make it people is, satisfied. Um, I was actually going to do a video <laughs> about this in terms of how updates are actually sent out. Yeah. Uh, but basically the long short version of it is it's done in batches for uh stability control oh, yeah, I, get that. I get that i get that but yeah but, but still be like beyond that though right we all live what within 50 kilometers of each other or 30 miles right yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> our vins are roughly the same on our model threes so if it's not if vins aren't a factor in in the batch uh proximity isn't a factor in the batch uh, I think it's percentages. What is, what is their batch based on? I, I think it's percentages. So, like, they want a certain percentage uh, running the newest version. And once they get enough data to deem it uh, safe enough, and once they say, oh, it's safe enough, let's uh, increase that percentage. So once they get, receive enough data saying the version's safe, they'll update more cars to it. And until then, everyone else is trickling through different versions that mm -hmm. were safe enough to pass quality control, right? That, that would be my take on it. Yeah. Uh, it's the only logical thing that makes sense. And the only way to do percentages is randomization. But um, when everyone's on a different version, it's kind of weird because right, if you've had 12.1 for a while, yeah. right? So uh, I was beta testing that for Dax, who has it now. So I, <laughs> I sent it back to Tesla and I said, hey, it's safe. Dax is going to be safe. Go give this to Dax now. Dax has it. So you free um, it. Okay, but I don't have it, and now you're on to 2.5. So well, is 12.1's been released in the U.S. for weeks. Paul, you should be thanking me for risking on, my Paul. life every day <laughs> for you. Okay. Okay. Anyhow, just like you know, the bottom line is like, you know, I just feel like there's no rhyme or reason. I get the percentages. That's how Apple releases their software uh, for the iPhone, for example. Uh, but once they do release it, everybody gets it. Yeah, right. Paul, well, so, just so you know, I got yes. an update. So I probably 12.15. So you should be getting 12.1 soon. So I'll get 8.3.1. <laughs> <Great. I'll> well, <laughs> there is no such thing. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. You brought up a good point, right? So let's compare it to Apple for a second. Okay. Uh, Apple has a developer build that comes out way before the consumer build. And that developer build is the one where they do all the testing. So it's no different than me like testing out my version for, for Dax, who got it today, right? That yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and keep in mind this, right? Comparing a phone to a car is kind of hard. Uh, if a phone malfunctions, what's the worst that happens? Mind you, I don't know, the Galaxy, what was it, the Note 7? That's a pretty bad malfunction. Take that plane. <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's like, if they put an update where your phone, you know, crashes or does something stupid, it's not going to affect too many people. Like, it'll affect individual people, but I mean, it's, as a whole, it's not going to kill anybody. Whereas a car, if you put an update on a car where it's bad, uh, that could be problematic really quickly. So, no, I'm not disputing that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was going to say, yeah. I, I think Paul totally understands that, and I get that too. He's just wondering the rhyme or reason. Now, we're way off topic on <laughs> no, no, no fault. It's just, this is just organic conversation, right? Um, yeah. Which yes. is what I wanted for the whole show in, in, in the first place. Um, I'll I'll just leave it leave it at this last comment. This we're trying to wrap our heads around the rhyme or reason of how who gets what and why they get. This is coming from a company that 
if you were the first person on March 31st, <laughs> I know where it's going. On, yes, you know, everyone knows where I'm going with this to put down a, a deposit for a Model 3. And then Buddy on February 1st, 2018, puts down his order. He gets his car before you because right now that's what that's exactly what happened for many people with the Model 3. And yeah. Uh, prior to a few weeks ago, that's exactly what was happening with people with the Model Y. So there's no rhyme or reason. Like, well, like I'm thinking, like Paul, you were saying you were probably within the first minute or so to put your order in for the Cybertruck. Yeah, you your first line. Well, I can guarantee you, you're not first in line to. No, I'm thirty six thousand. Yeah, that was like within um, the first two three minutes. I'm thirty six thousand. I got my within seconds because I was reloading the page instantly. Yeah. Um, even before he announced the page URL, and I think I'm like twenty thousand, but I guarantee you, I will not get my Cybertruck. I will not be the twentieth thousand. No, person. no, 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 because no. it's not going to come to Canada because, until after. Well, even that, yeah. Billy Bob and Keswick that gets that orders his in March of 2021, just because he saw everyone in the states get getting theirs. He's going to get it before all of us. Yeah. Or <laughs> if your name so, is Bob and Keswick, <laughs> uh, considering moving, truthfully. Uh, take it over California? my cyber truck and then drive it back home. Canada. <laughs> I'll, I'll re relocate my home after. <laughs> wow, that's hardcore, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hardcore. You you love Tesla. You win. <laughs> uh, exactly. You you win the internet. But I think also you're also going to pay a crap load of you uh, California state tax too. Which, by all means, it can't be any more than uh, Ontario. County. Okay, I lived there for three years. <laughs> Here we go. It's 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 not any it's it's about the same. Is it so? But that's a topic of a completely different um, oh. hey, discussion. Well, but well, why not talk? About, we've talked about everything other than <laughs> traffic lights <laughs> for this. Uh, for, but anyways, we talked about it last week, and many people have talked about it. Everyone knows that uh, that whole software that's coming. So we actually don't even need to touch on that. All I was uh, getting at. Uh, which we basically stayed on topic was the rollout and how it's coming to the U.S. and then it will come to Canada yeah. and other international and then Europe, right? Like Europe's yeah. always the last to get it. Yeah, I feel sorry as far as I can see. Yeah, I don't know they about said, Australia, uh, but he said he's working with the regulators in Europe. Uh, he's making slow progress, I believe, is his tweet. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, some progress is better than no progress. Oh, of course. And. You can't fault him. It's not his fault. It's the regulations and just how it is, right? Well, yeah. If anyone's watching from Australia, I'd love to know um, whether or not they get uh, their software releases before or after Canada or or uh, Europe, right? Yeah. Do oh, you think they get it early? Because they're like days ahead, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along to our next topic. Uh, uh, oh. This topic's for Ryan, right? Yeah. Sorry? This top the next topic is for Ryan. It's basically for Ryan, uh, but also what I want to do before we get into this topic. Thanks to our uh, Pollock three two three, he's the one that uh, corrected me. That first topic that we talked about was brought to you by Inside EVs, and just like this topic is also brought to you by Inside EVs. Mm -hmm. um, Tesla is is said that they're going to offer a basic autopilot for the people like, like you and I, and, and you guys down below that have the original long range rear wheel drive car, because yes. we it almost like, I mean, we have autopilot, so it doesn't matter for us, but some people like my uh, friend, Ryan wins, he didn't get it. So he was sort of left out. And if he wanted it, he'd have to pay that huge, uh, huge price. So what happened was 
like I said, once again, like I said at the beginning of the of, of the show, uh, Elon was pretty uh, active on Twitter this past week, and uh, some guy named Jason on Twitter um, asked any any way original re- long range rear wheel drive Model Three owners can get an opportunity to, uh, again to purchase basic autopilot for a slightly discounted price. Elon replied to him and said, "Oh, sure, good point." It's almost like he forgot. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, sure. And then he said, uh, he went on to say, uh, we'll discuss it with the team and make it available uh, to uh, in the, to buy in the Tesla app. So that's good. I mean. I, yeah, I, I think it's a great idea um, from a shareholder perspective because they can uh, earn some revenue from this. I'm sure a lot of early purchasers i think they discontinued the long range rear wheel drive in something like june of 2019 or something like that uh so there's quite a few of them out there and uh, if they can get some some revenue that they otherwise wouldn't considering that they're offering it standard uh today i say go for it i don't hold any grudges about that is they should do it no yeah i agree um uh if we had to guess you guys i'll open the floor to you guys uh if we had to guess now we're talking u.s prices uh, any of you guys want to take a stab at how much it's going to cost? Two thousand. Yeah, I was going to say about two. Five to guess. Yeah, yeah. two thousand. So up here would be three or twenty-seven. <laughs> Twenty-six hundred. It'd be like twenty thousand Canadian dollars. Well, the dollar <laughs> even works now. It's like last time I checked, it was like one forty-two. So yeah, yeah. it actually that's worse. <laughs> That's good. I get paid in U.S. funds, so I'm not a complaining at all um, yeah <laughs> you're one of the lucky ones yeah oh yeah I like now the, okay another quick changes. another quick funny story about when i was at working in california this was, would, have been, would have been 2006 to 2009 partway uh through that the canadian dollar all of a sudden was worth more than the u.s and i actually got shafted so just a funny story wow. yeah. Really? yeah 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 you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I got paid in U.S. dollars, oh, and sorry. all of a sudden the Canadian dollars was worth more. What year was that, 27? Uh, I think that would have been around 2008 uh, when the Canadian yep. dollar was worth more than the American. It happens like every 30 years, I think. Yeah. Well, that, Seriously, it's such a good investment at the time. Like, oh, it was great. I, I, I went down to the States, and I bought a truck down in the States, and I made a not a killing, but I saved a ton of money doing all the footwork and all the paperwork and everything. And uh, when I brought it back up, friends and family goes, really? Why didn't you just get it here? And it's like, when I told them how much I saved, yeah. their, their, their jaws dropped. So when I say I want to go to the States and get a truck, it's like, oh, wow. And Meanwhile, you did it. Buddy, $1.42 <laughs> is a difference. But, I mean, it's another topic for a different podcast, but importing a car is a pain in the butt. <laughs> I've actually looked into, I found a good deal on the original Roadster. Um and I actually almost pulled the trigger. I was looking at all the import fees and stuff. Uh, I was pretty close to making a deal on it. Uh, it's actually the import fees that kind of like pushed over. Uh, yeah. Like it was a really good deal, but the import fees kind of ruined the, the deal. So it wasn't a good deal anymore. It's just like, eh. Yeah. So I didn't actually do it. But if I live there, like I found a really good deal on an original roaster. So I was like, oh, cool. So I actually yeah. did all the research and just did, didn't make sense. Sorry. Yeah. That'd be pretty yeah. sick. I'd, I'd love an original roaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you got to hold on to it. I, I can't believe, I mean, everyone has their re- personal reasons, right? But I can't believe anyone that has one today is actually would let it go. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah. Was that based on the uh, Lotus Salan or? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I've been like, not actively looking, but I look every once in a while to see what kind of prices they go for. 
uh, if I ever find one at a good price point of, uh, it, it's it's hard to because it's all about like part availability. Uh, but I mean, if I ever find one at a good price, I will buy it. It's just hard with imports and stuff, and there's no lot in Canada to begin with. So yeah, yeah it's it's not worth it now with with the way the dollar is. Uh, if it was closer to par, even even I'd say a buck ten, and also. Uh, also, what's happened too since 2008 when I got mine, the um, uh, the discrepancy between the U.S. price and the Canadian price, just sticker price, I'm talking about, yeah. uh, was so much uh, was such a big gap. Now they're now they've narrowed the gap a lot, so it's it's a lot closer to each other. Uh, but you're saying, Paul, that that the importing is is a is a pain there is paperwork involved and there's some footwork and you got to get all your ducks in a row but if you do your homework and stuff like that uh it's pretty straightforward i didn't find it hard i didn't find it hard at all now would i do it for every vehicle no but it's there's it's companies that, that do it all for you where you oh, yeah. can like a fee and they'll do it right yep. yeah and, and a lot of those companies uh came uh, spur, uh sprung up from the 2000 2000 uh 2008 timeline when when mm. it was popular to do it yeah well things are changing right kind of like century mode yes but he <laughs> <laughs> oh that's all the list i can't wait to talk about that yeah so, so he's looking at listen he knows that i have can you see my screen can you see how i have stuff stuff queued up like this for example is that what you see because or what do you mean? i just see the i just go straight off the list yeah for everyone at home we have um a list of topics that we talk about and I've, I exchange it with them just so we know as a heads up what's coming up next. So, so my guests aren't in the dark. Cause the last thing I want is you guys to like throw a topic as a surprise on you. I That'd be funny that. though. Yeah. Sure. Well, maybe I should do it. So, so whenever <laughs> I say better? that, what are you doing? I'm in the dark. <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh, that's such a dad joke. Oh, <laughs> that, that's a joke I should be saying. Anyway, speaking of that, uh, new headphones. I uh, boarded these off my daughter. She's like, "Dad, you can't wear these on your podcast. They're gonna, everyone's gonna think they're pink." Well, I don't care. They're nice and my twenty twenty. I couldn't find, and actually, they're not pink. They're rose gold, uh, and I couldn't find awesome. my, my other ones. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with rocking uh, rose gold and white headphones. Moving on to our next topic, yes. folks. Uh, brought to you by Electric. Um, Tesla, yeah, they got their their uh, hand slapped a little bit. Now you would you would have thought that this would have happened a long time ago. Uh, what I'm talking about is that Sentry Mode icon on our screens on the on, I guess on all the Teslas for Sentry Mode. That red glowing eye. Uh, we all know, or if you don't know, it's from uh, a HAL 9000 for uh, back. What was it? Um, uh, how how long did that movie come out? 1968. I've got all the facts. I'm ready to go. Oh, go ahead then. You, you know, because <laughs> I don't have all those facts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, who, who's right. the main who's the main actor or actor? I don't know who the actor is. I know who wrote it and directed it. Is Stanley Kubrick? But um, yeah. do you know the main actor? I don't know. It's no, no, you said you had all the facts. It says that, I didn't look that up. I know, it wasn't I important. Know. I'm looking at the article right here, guys. It says the main actor was Fred Lambert. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to look is because I'm going to talk a little bit about copyright because Please you know, I have a gripe. But um, okay, let's start with, uh, first of all, I think it was the perfect icon or I don't know if icon or graphic or whatever okay. for yeah. century mode, right? For those of us who are old enough to remember the movie, um, it just makes sense. It's so awesome. 
Elon knows it's awesome. And, and I think MGM, the owners of, uh, I guess, the IP, right, uh, of that movie, the intellectual property, uh, I think they're being, can I say dicks? Can I say that on your yeah. channel? Okay, well, I just did. Um, because they could introduce whole new generations to a classic Stanley Kubrick movie. Um, and I think it was a great opportunity for MGM. And they should have just allowed, in my opinion, Tesla to use this because it benefits them. And if you look at the, I'm just going to talk briefly about the copyright, right? So if you look at the movie was made in 1968, it's 52 years old. The uh, creative credits uh, go to Stanley Kubrick and another person, Arthur C. Clarke, I believe. Stanley Kubrick's been dead for 21 years. Arthur C. Clarke's been dead for 12 years. Uh, you know, so the creative people, uh, you know, got from this artistic venture, uh, they were paid, right? Um, and I'm probably going to peeve off a lot of IP lawyers here and stuff like that. But, you know, I think reasonably MGM should have allowed it. And that's my position on it. I think it's the perfect graphic for Century Mode, and um, it's a lost opportunity for MGM. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Who does it harm? That's what you have to well, ask yourself. Who they weren't even harm? making money off of, like, they're making no revenue that's off of I mean. the movie. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. literally, it's just a stupid uh, suit. Uh, correct, like, correct me here, which is... This is not the first time it's happened to Tesla either. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, it's it a lot. No, it isn't. <laughs> um, the last the one I remember last was the racing game that they added. Uh, yeah, pole position two. Pole position. Pole, pole yes. position. That's it. Yeah. So that one goes removed for copyright stuff too. <laughs> you know what? No, but this is perfect. Tesla is exactly like me. Ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Yeah. Or I totally butchered that saying, but you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, the whole unicorn thing that ended up changing that. Like, think of all the changes on the software because people get unicorn. upset. Unicorn? Yeah, the unicorn on the uh, the drawing pad, the drawing app. Oh, yes, yes. Yep. And, and that there's, one, they had a problem got, Did they really? Yep. Because the guy thought, who submitted I, it got complained and ended up putting like a lawsuit. Really? Oh. Because that guy, that guy lives in Newmarket. He, if I'm correct, I, I could be wrong, but I want to yeah. say that that guy is friend with is friends with Trevor Page. If I'm not mistaken, I think I met him too in California. I, I totally forget forget your name. I apologize. Uh, and yeah, and he was the nicest guy. I can't imagine that he would have an issue. Anyways, uh, I believe right, you. I a, believe you. Just a comment here. Tesla should license the IP, and I agree fully. Right? Uh, yes, they should license the IP, and MGM should be reasonable. See, I think so. Like Tesla going ahead and adding it is obviously in the wrong. They should have licensed it ahead of time. Um, so, like, I agree with that comment. But at the same time, like, some of these companies have to be reasonable with yes uh, their licensing fees, yeah. where they're not always reasonable. Especially something like this, where they're making no money off of it. Now it's an opportunity. Yeah, um, and introducing it to a new group of people who will go and either uh, watch it on Apple TV or or wherever and stream it and mgm makes money right it's a lost opportunity well That's think about it this way it. they have it in the car like how cool would, would it have been to say hey uh yeah. purchase this movie like a one-time fee you could have watched this movie in your car where century mode is based on like the icon all so, sorts of ideas yeah so tesla could have made some money off of that as well uh, yeah. mgm could have made some money uh but at the same time like i do agree they should be licensing well uh, you, you know the next one that's going to be changed is tracks 
because I did a video on tracks. I don't know if you guys remember yep, it where, remember. you know, I, I showed the, you know, the music creation capability of it. And on that video, I actually had the owner of a music production or publication uh, company called tracks uh, comment in my video that Tesla stole their trademark. Oh. <laughs> and so, so I looked it up. So I looked it up. The font is almost identical. Like, so I'm predicting that Trax is probably going to get renamed at some point in time as well. Okay, question for you there. Is it just the name that's the same or the software? Because from what I understand, the software is on GitHub and it's open source. I don't know what the I, licensing I, is, but... I think it's because it's... Um, if you look at a like a, a music studio or a music production company or whatever the, the right word is uh, for that label, I, I don't know. But... Um, if it's involved with music and it's using their name and a very similar um, font, I, I think they have an argument. <laughs> no, no, they do. They do. They no, do right? I'm not, so, I'm not disagreeing. I just mean from a software side. I, as far as I know, the software is. Yeah, open the software is fine. So like I think I, it's just the name and the font, and they're going to have to yes. make some changes. Well, as of Tesla always prediction. does, right? Tesla yeah. always makes changes after people complain. <laughs> so you yeah. heard, heard it here first again on Dax's channel, Tesla Talks. Trax is going to get renamed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I let you guys speak and I let you guys get it all out of your system and stuff I'm like that with, with, with copyright. Um, and I sounded like I um, didn't really care, but uh, I hear the cat in the room still. That's funny. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I, I can't believe you can't hear it. Uh, no, getting back, what I was going to say is um, what people don't know is I'm a lawyer, okay? So Are you a lawyer? I didn't I'm know a that. lawyer. Yes, I'm a lawyer, and I know this kind of stuff. So just like Tesla MD says, Tesla should have licensed the IP in, in the comments down below. Um, they should have because here's here's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, Tesla – well, first of all, Tesla's a big company, a big corporation. They're not small – a small fish in a in a big pond anymore they're they're big if they were small you can almost see some of these big corporations uh, letting them get away with it but they're big they ought to know better uh and i think uh, what these companies are doing like you said yeah it's no it's no skin off their back to let them do it and if anything it might benefit them but i think what what the way these companies like M mgm is looking at it is like if we let tesla do it then it opens up a floodgates and we got to let everyone else do it because it, set, it sets a precedent and stuff like that. So there it's, it's a blanket thing that they're all doing to everyone, no matter who, whether it's Tesla, whether it's GM, whether it's Sony, whether it's Apple, everyone, everyone's got to uh, get licensed the IP. Hmm. That's what I think. Hey Franklin, I, hmm. sorry. What does Shakespeare say about lawyers? I'm not a lawyer. I was kidding. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, then never mind what he said. He said, I, I know kill he all said the lawyers. You, but... I know that he said, uh, what was it? Like, kill all man. the lawyers. No, no. But I know he also said that uh, you have killed me after the person's still alive. I, I, I so do not. He can't, he can't I do not condone what he killing of anybody on this show, please. Okay. So no, you no, are not a lawyer is... then, Dex. No. And the funny okay. thing, Paul, you got me is, you got me is the whole time I was explaining my little uh, rant there, my little. Uh, yeah, mumbo jumbo. I was looking at your face, and I know you I, weren't even listening to a word I was saying. The only thing you were thinking I could read your face was, "He's a lawyer." All this time, he's a lawyer. I'm like wondering why you're not driving a roadster already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's how he's you, a good lawyer. And that's how you know I'm not <laughs> exactly. a lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter from it doesn't matter if you're a good lawyer. You still make money, right? <laughs> they seem no, to. not necessarily. Well, I know some. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get business. Oh, okay. seriously, yeah. 
okay. <laughs> Moving on to Moving our on. last. <laughs> and you know, you know what's funny? You know, uh, there's a lot of funny things about this episode. But what's funny yeah. is compared to two weeks and maybe even three weeks, the last two or three weeks, the amount of content that we talked about about the Model Y in the last two or three episodes was. I mean, there was some, I think, some episodes, I think episode eight, where it was nothing but the Model Y. Or yeah. even the episode before, there was nothing but the Model Y. And I think I remember saying, if you guys want to hear other content, um, come back another day when there's other other stuff. Like, and for example, like like this episode where we're yeah. talking about a, a bunch of different things. But the reason, yeah, exactly. The reason I bring that up is because our last topic is, lo and behold, and I'm talking, I didn't even uh, queue it up here, is about the Model Y and so what it's... Before we get too deep into it, I just want to ask a quick question. Is Model Y related? Yeah. Oh, so I thought you were going to ask me about my lawyer. No, no. I, I'm, I'm off that. Okay. Um, does anyone have, and be honest, okay, does anyone have Model Y burnout at this point in time? I don't know how many more Model Y videos I can watch. Oh, oh video-wise. <laughs> yeah, video-wise maybe, but you know what? Some some of my good YouTube friends are putting out some good creative stuff. Yeah, there, there was that flood, that initial flood. Yeah, uh, and I think now that maybe the deliveries have stopped and dried up, um, I think whoever has them has them, and uh, they'll hold on to them. Actually, they'll hold on to them. With that said, I read an article today that someone is selling one. Like, what? Yeah, I, I'll pull up the so, article as you guys are talking. I already saw one got sold for fifteen or twenty thousand more than uh, initial price. Oh wow! Oh well, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the same article I was I just uh, yeah today. But truthfully, but like I put up one video. I went to go see the why, and that's the only video I put out. And beyond that, like I watched some of Brian's stuff because I really like Brian, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers. Um, and he has a why, so he's putting out a lot of why videos. Uh, but beyond him, uh, there's just way too much why content. And it's like every return, it's just like why, 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 why. <laughs> you're right. So why? what you're saying is you don't want to do this next topic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not really. Uh, you okay. want. You know Finding Nemo, the scene with all the birds that say mine? Mine, like mine, every, mine, mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're living that, but with why. So it's like, why, why, why? 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 Uh, buddy, you yeah. should have set this up before. I would have had it all queued up and everything. And, uh, well, you can't use Nemo. That's trademark. Yeah, but I could do it like for two seconds. <laughs> he asked for permission afterwards. He's a lawyer, That's Paul. Right. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, Paul. If I was a lawyer, would I be asking for permission? <laughs> he does it the Tesla way. No, no. Um, no, I know what you guys are saying, and, and it's a very valid point you bring up, Paul, that, uh, yeah, there there could be burnt, uh, burnout from all the saturated Model Y content out there. But I'm just waiting for something new to come in my feed. That's all. Like, like, truthfully, <laughs> the Y is, like, I own 80% of a or 70% of a Y right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have 70% yeah. of the Y. I'm missing only 30%. <laughs> so, so that's an interesting way to think about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Well, go ahead. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do this. Why potential third row seat explored? Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you guys. I, I was daydreaming, letting you guys just go off. Uh, Dream about those yeah. court cases. San Sandy, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Sandy Monroe. If anyone doesn't know who Sandy Monroe is, he's a. Um, uh, automobile um, uh, industry guy, uh, expert, I guess you could say, for for uh, engineering and and 
um, automation, all that kind of stuff. Anyways, he is, I don't know who gave him this car, uh, who's brave enough to give him this car, uh, but someone gave him, or maybe a company, who knows, gave him a Model Y. And for the past couple weeks, I guess, or a week, he's been uh, putting out small videos here and there, which is which is good. I think this one is episode 10 by the looks of it, uh, where he's uh, inspecting different parts of the car and he's uh, taking you along with it and he's got a camera crew. And as you can see, they're all practicing um, uh, social distancing and uh, wearing masks and everything for contamination purposes. So that's good. But uh, what, and, and what I watched, Dave, tell me if you guys watch it. Do you watch the, it's only like three or four minutes of how we uh, go through the whole uh, heat pump thing. Did you guys watch that? I did not see that one. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's like the heat pump thing is really fascinating for me. Anyways, in this one, what we're talking about is how he explores the third row seats and how his thinking about it is. Uh, and as you can see, if you're watching at home or if you're watching it on YouTube, uh, you can see the picture that I have up and you guys can see it, uh, the two guys I have on the show here. You can see how, and he's thinking that to do a good, decent space third row, uh, he's saying he thinks that they're going to do it rear facing. And when you look at the picture and you look at him sitting in there, you think, wow, mm -hmm. that would actually work. And we know we did. they did it in the early uh, versions of the Model uh, S uh, and it worked out uh, because anyone – and I, I, I haven't seen it myself uh, other than videos, but anyone that has, has seen the third rows seen in the flesh when they did the uh, test drive on a uh, reveal night back last year, everyone says it's tiny. It's, and you know, yeah. when, and we know it's tiny because any CUV or SUV that has a third row other than those big giant Yukons and Escalades and stuff like that, they are, they are small in general. They're, only going to hold small kids, people that yeah. are short and stuff like that. So or chop off your legs and you'll be fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> so chop off your legs and you'll be fine. I, I heard you. Kids are flexible. They can like sit with oh, their yeah. legs crossed. But I think the rear <laughs> They don't need facing, circulation. <laughs> I think the rear facing, like if you're not watching it, it's hard to, uh, if you're just listening it, uh, listening to what we're saying, it's hard to visualize. Uh, but if you're watching it, you can definitely see it. Uh, him sitting like that looks really comfortable and yeah. he seems like he has quite a bit of room like i don't oh, even yeah. know if it's worth well i guess you need seatbelts and stuff for it to be safe and everything else but i was gonna say like i didn't think they need to do too much work to get uh the extra seats in the back right no it, if, if they did it like that it looks it looks it's kind of like it's set up already like it, it it does look like there's some natural planning there for um a rear face, rear facing. Is that what you call it? Yeah, rear facing. Rear yeah. facing, um, third row. The only thing is that, you know, how practical is that, um, you know, for your passengers, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Maybe it's just me, but I like being facing the direction that I'm traveling in. I know a lot of people actually get sick if they're yeah. not facing well, the direction they're traveling well, in. Kids would love this. Think and, about and it. Yeah, kids probably fine. <laughs> Think about it this way, Paul. How about like a yeah. bus, like public transit, a bus, a train? You don't yeah. always face the direction you're going. Sometimes you face the opposite yeah. direction. The go train, yeah. The go yeah. Train. yeah. So yeah. it's a much bigger space, though. Yeah, yeah, true. No. But, <laughs> okay, let, let me let me back up for people that are at home that that um, sorry, the people that are listening to this on audio and hasn't seen this picture by Sandy Monroe. Let me just go through it and try to visualize it for you guys. So anyone that's listening to it, close your eyes. 
getting your little warm spot there. And think of the Model Y with the hatch opened up. And if you've seen it before, you've seen all that uh, vast cavernous space. Now, that that well area, that basically, I call it a well, but basically it's sub -trunk. A, a sub trunk. Yep. That sub trunk, think of that, uh, that platform or that um, uh, cover that's taken off. So now picture someone sitting uh, with with the with the second row seats up, that's fine. You don't have to worry about that. Sitting, facing the back with the hatch up, and they're putting their feet. And we're talking uh, here as an adult in this picture here, uh, but putting their feet in that uh, sub trunk well area and just sitting on that bench. That's that's what Sandy is doing in this picture, and he looks very he, he looks very comfort comfortable. Lots of headroom. Lots of headroom because now the headroom isn't going towards the back halfway where the where the uh, the trunk would be. It's actually still up by the top of the trunk where where the glass would still be, right? Yeah. So it it takes advantage of being able to um, have your head before the steep slope of the rear windshield. Yep. Right. So, or window, okay, or whatever you so want to call it. Real, real quick uh, point. They're going to have to bring USBs back here. <laughs> if you're going to have kids, <laughs> have kids yeah, back yeah, here, yeah, you yeah. need USBs. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what else they need? They need a Raspberry Pi back there. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs Raspberry Pis everywhere. Yeah. Franklin's got 10 of them, right? Okay. Here's, I just thought of something else as I'm staring at this picture and listening to you guys talk. So, no. <laughs> No, I've watched some videos and read some articles in the past couple of weeks when the Y's, since the Y's been out, and people are complaining, or some were complaining, but some were just pointing it out. See the bottom, um, I don't know if you guys can see the picture that I'm doing, and if you're watching on YouTube, you'll, you'll see that where my cursor is, uh, where the bottom of the of the trunk jam is. See how it just melds, and, and if, if, if you're listening to this at home, just just check out a picture of the back of the Model Y afterwards, um, where the, the bumper, it, it basically blends into the bumper of the, the lower bumper of the Model Y, um, as opposed to if you look at the Model 3, there's actually a ledge where the bumper is before the trunk starts. This one, there isn't. The, the, basically, the bottom of the trunk door is the top part of the bumper. So I'm thinking they might have done that on purpose for e easy, easy egress Yes. In, to get in there. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking of that. And also, you know, see these two. I know on a Model 3, there's only one on the side, on the left-hand side of the trunk. There's that little that little uh, cubby hole, I guess. You yes. Can, little storage. On the Model Y, there's two. Now, I'm wondering if those, if someone is sitting back there, if those could be cup holders. Yeah. You know, it's it's the probability is pretty high. I, I it, it could very well be this yeah. way. But speaking of the rear hatch, and I'm not sure if this is something that's um, going to be relevant, but I remember reading somewhere about an issue they're having with the rear hatch and water. Is it water that's getting in or something like that? Or Of the Ys? Yeah. Have you heard anything like that? No. The only thing I saw on the Y with yeah. the rear hatch was uh, somebody had a white one, took a picture of it, and it was from the factory before delivery, and it was already damaged. And they were mm. saying, how could Tesla be, you know, selling this? That's what okay, I thought. Just another random thought, okay? Yeah. Just like analyzing the picture here. You know those little side buttons that allow the seats to go uh, up and down? Well, yeah. it's mostly down, not up. 
You know what I'm talking about on the yep, yep, yep. in the photo on the left. Yep. There has to be a way to disable those too, because if you're gonna put kids in the back here, you really want them to be able to like flip the seats down. <laughs> well, that's all software. Yeah, that's all software. The minute it would recognize pressure in the back seat in the third row, it could disable yeah. that. Well, would it have to be pressure based? Because what if you want to put something there and you have it like leaning there and you're like, okay, let's press the button real quick to bring it down. Well, know. it only goes down a certain amount. Yeah. Okay. It only goes down. Fair. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's just something they're gonna have to change, right? They're gonna have yeah. to add some kind yeah. of software in. Uh, I know it's random, but anyway, yeah. sorry. No, but you know what? With, with with all, sorry, go ahead, Paul. No, no, no go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, to end off, or you can continue afterwards. Um, my, I'm gonna end off by saying, yeah, I think this is a perfect ergonomic position, uh, and those things that I mentioned earlier, those other two things with the cup holders and possibly the, um, the, the lower bumper and everything all sounds sensible and makes sense in, for uh, practicality. But like I was talking to my uh, buddy Trevor um, regarding this and he swears, no, they won't do that because between when they revealed the car and that was the prototype back a year ago in March, uh, to now wouldn't have been enough time to re-engineer this and change it around. And he swears for sure they're not going to do this. I I tend We're to... We're talking about a company that just created ventilators. Well, in... this, and, and this was my <laughs> argument. I never got into an argument with Trevor, don't get me wrong. Uh, but this is why I, I, I'm a little... I, put, it, put it this way. Yeah, it probably won't happen, but it, I wouldn't be surprised if the third row design did come out. I wouldn't be like shocked. I would be like, Okay, well, this is what we were thinking yeah. eight months ago, right? We're talking about someone who's like Elon Musk, forward-thinking guy, where he's cool to say, hey, uh, our initial plan didn't work. Let's scrap it. Let's do this. And it's something I really like about him, where he doesn't stick with something just because he's doing it, if it doesn't work, if it's not the best solution possible. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. I can see him. Maybe he saw this picture, uh, for all we know, and he's like, Oh, that's a brilliant idea. Let's go. Let's and go change it now. And yeah, scrap everything. Let's yeah, scrap and everything. there are some engineers right now that are really angry at the, at this photo that's been surfacing, saying, "What'd you guys do now? We have to redo what we did, right?" So I there's, don't know. There's a lot of precedent, all right. Because if you look at um, Tesla's own, the only automobile manufacturer that doesn't really have a model year, right? They will change something at any time. Now, you could order your car and two weeks later after you receive it, they've made a change and made the your, you know the next person's car better, right? Yeah. And they've been doing this, uh, you know, as far as long as I've been following Tesla. And I've heard people years, right? complain about that, but I'm yeah. all for it because Me too. Like, you're getting the best possible car the day you order it. Uh, yeah. It might be better two weeks later. You don't know. But yeah. you know that at your point of ordering, you're getting the best. It's not like, oh, let me wait a couple more months. The new new version is going to be released. It's kind of dumb uh, the way <laughs> traditional uh, automakers work, if you think about it. Because yeah. it's like, and ours is all software. So uh, my car is no different than a car that's brand new that's coming off the line today, right? So it's really cool. Well, I have experience because with our Model X, uh, two weeks after we took delivery, uh, that's when a hardware 2.5 went into all the new ones. So I, I'm sitting with a Model X with hardware 2.0. Uh, hopefully I'll get the uh, art, you know, hardware upgrade soon. But 
yeah, but you know, I don't, I don't hold a grudge against that. I totally get it, and I would prefer um, a strategy like Elon's, where the car is under a constant state of improvement, right? And like you said, Franklin, the day you get your car, that's the best possible car that they could build for you, and that's yeah. I'm okay with that. It is. So like, it sometimes it, is. it doesn't work out well, like Paul, right? You yeah, that didn't work the, out very well, did it? <laughs> no, but think about it this way: like, think about the people who got it two weeks later. Uh, they didn't know at the time, and they That's placed right. their order, and they're like, same time, yeah, same time, and they got the best possible vehicle. They didn't have to wait for a New Year release, yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I agree, and and you know what? They are getting the best possible car at that time, hardware wise. But yes, buddy, all our cars are 2018. You think if we were a traditional car manufacturer, we would be <laughs> up on par? Uh, with our cars that are 2020, like because really, other than a few little things here and there, mm-hmm. our cars are just as good as the as the 2020s that, that came off back in January. Yeah. So, yeah. have you guys looked at the resale value of our 2018s? No. Have you? <laughs> no, I, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It are is, we doing okay? It is insanely impressive. Like we haven't lost mm-hmm. much money, uh, especially if you got the government rebate in Ontario. Like we're yes. still up. We're, yes. We haven't lost anything. Yes. Uh, it really holds its value. It's because of what Dax is saying. Like, we're not really losing anything. Yeah, and and if if people like set buyers, which it's still wrapping their head, the trouble is wrapping their head around it. But if sellers, sorry, I keep saying sellers. If buyers would understand that for the electric car uh, like Tesla, uh, mileage doesn't make a difference really, other than the warranty stuff like that. Then yeah, that whole aspect of 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 uh, your car's worth less because it's been driven more would be out the window. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's fascinating, and I think our cars will be driven a lot more once FSD uh, yeah. finally gets released. Well, you know, our buddy backseat baller. Um, how many clicks? <laughs> how many clicks? How many clicks does he have? Now? <laughs> I tried, but like <laughs> one hundred and ten thousand. Last time I talked to Mark, yeah, one hundred and ten thousand. Yeah. Right, like he, and he he's disappointed because he can't work as much. Like he can't drive as much now because he's not working. And um, uh, yeah. Well, my other buddy uh, Rob Spritzer in in uh, Kitchener, I think Kitchener, Cambridge. I think last time I talked to him, he was at one hundred and forty something, and so wow. I'm sure he's probably at one hundred and fifty by now. I think he's still, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Please yeah. uh, correct me down in the comments below. I think he's got the Canadian record still. You did last summer. Okay. I'm pretty sure he does. And I talked to Mark and I said, Mark, you think you'll ever catch up to him? He's like, no, there's no way. Especially now that I'm not working because it's yeah. like, it's just not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. But, yeah. But it's, it's, you could drive to Vancouver and back a few times. Yeah. Uh, okay. Catch so up. I was actually, <laughs> yeah, never mind. I'm not going to say it here. Yeah. Hold, hold that for another show. Yeah. <laughs> hold that for another show. Uh, yeah. You know what? I didn't even know, but the, the last uh, uh, topic, I totally forgot about it, but, uh, but, Franklin, the sneaky little guy that he is, he uh, <laughs> he alluded to it quickly there. And you want to, you want to, well, you know, you know, I'll, I'll, you were right. I think we spoke about this last week when you went on your um, uh, rants. No, <laughs> I wasn't going to say rants, but you, you, I was going to say your little uh, in, instructional part about FSD and, and how why it's worth more as time goes on because I think that was beneficial. Like I said, a lot of at the, I, like I said at the time, a lot of people don't understand why, uh, but. You were saying how it's going up, and um, of course, Elon once again with his um, 
busyness, I guess you could say, for lack of a better word, on Twitter this past week. Uh, someone had asked him. I don't have it up right here. I apologize. Uh, this hey, is what happened, Dax. Oh, okay. He whispered it in my ear. You Did see? he? Okay. Like, yeah, like this. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he turned. Yeah, he turns. He whispers into my ear. He tells me. He's like, FSC is going up. Yeah. Let people know in Dax's podcast. That's amazing. Then, His lips aren't even moving. That, 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 when he turns quickly like that in the surprise face, was he talking to Jack Ma? Is this from the Jack Ma? Yeah, yeah, it is. For all of, all my audio listeners, uh, Franklin's got a green screen and he's got uh, a, a quick little five-second loop video of Elon when he was doing the Jack, Jack Ma interview. And it looks actually pretty good. It looks like he's there with Elon. <laughs> Other than Elon not saying anything. But yeah, so anyways, he said that um, someone asked him if, it, if it's going to go up. And he said, yeah, uh, probably uh, July 1st. Now, it's not for sure because, once again, this is Elon, right? He but, said uh, probably, which yeah. is the key word there. Um, yeah. But it's probably going to go, like, if I had to guess, it's going to be another $1,000 increase. A thousand so. U.S. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is why I want to even talk about this, other than giving you full credit for what you had said last week because you called it. Not that not that it was any big, you know, no. surprise. I think everyone knew, but, uh, but I'm just throwing it out there anyways that you called it. But here's my question to you guys, and I want to know your take on it. When – does it get to a point where enough is enough, like price-wise, like when it can't, when it caps out? <laughs> You're not going to like my answer. So I'll let Paul no, go I, first. I, I, don't, I don't have a, a yin or nay on it. So we like. might be thinking the same thing, Franklin. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, you're talking to somebody who bought uh, full self-driving for their Model X in 2017, right? So, but I don't mind um, because I know that I was helping to develop this technology. Uh, I'm good with that. Uh, I just don't see uh, level five anytime soon. Uh, level three or four, sure. Level five, I just don't think so, right? So is it really worth that much money if it can't actually drive itself in all conditions, including winter, right? It might be, um, you know, full self-drive for Californians or something, but uh, here and in other Northern climates where there's a winter, I just don't see it. So I can't, I don't know how much more expensive it can get before people are just going to bail on it. Did you just oh. take a picture of yourself, Franklin? <laughs> your, your screen flashed. <laughs> no, no, I'm doing some quick math here to give you a proper okay. answer. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll get to you in a second, Franklin, but uh, just on closing, uh, Paul. Yes. So if you bought it today, without and, and FSD is in the state that it is now even throwing traffic lights and stop signs throw yes. that in just for argument's sake uh what's the most you would pay for it today you know if I, I'm being honest and you know I guess I can say this because it's your channel <laughs> yeah I don't care. no 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 I want to know I, I want your candidness I, I would say I would I would top out at probably about four thousand Canadian that would be my opinion but it's already like more than double that. Yeah, yes, no, I know that. It's nine thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? So I, I don't. I don't think. I don't see the until I can go to the app and just have my car come and pick me up from a hundred kilometers away. Uh, that I I get. You know, my go pick up my kids so I don't have to drive them around. Right. Whatever. I I get that. There's value in that to me. But we're just not there. No. Okay. So it's not worth nine thousand yet. I'm going to take this in a totally different direction. It might change your opinion. Okay. okay. Let's do it. So, can, can, uh, you do, can you do it in three minutes? Sure. Let's go for it. Uh, <laughs> Tesla's, Tesla should 
theoretically be able to drive a million kilometers with little maintenance. Yes. So let's go a million kilometers at 50,000 kilometers per year of itself yes. driving around. You're good for at least 20 years. Okay. Uh, 20 years times uh, Tesla said 30,000 US, which is like 40,000 Canadian because I'm using all Canadian numbers here. Okay. So you're looking at roughly $800,000 of money earned over the lifetime of the car, assuming you can do full self-driving at 1 million kilometers. That's a big assumption. It, oh, for sure. I'm not I'm not saying it isn't. But let's say my number's even half, right? It's still 400000 Let's say it's, you know, one-eighth correct. It's still $100,000 okay. for the software full self-driving. So if you factor that, uh, I truly think the software will eventually hit $100,000 or more uh, just because of the value that it will bring you back uh, over the long run of having it. And if you think the way that Tesla, like Tesla's doing it, I know what you're saying. Uh, it's just doing streetlights now. It's not that impressive. But for the end goal uh, of being able to generate a ton of money uh, over the lifespan of having it, uh, you got to imagine that it's going to be worth 100000 Well, that's it, what it, it can generate. So if they're increasing it incrementally, uh, it's kind of better because you're kind of seeing the small increments rather than saying, oh, it's 10000 today and tomorrow it's going to be 100000 because it can do all this, right? Well, I can tell you one thing for sure. And, and maybe your scenario is where you're actually keeping the car and, and using it out as the taxi service. But I can tell you 100% that I do not hold on to a car for 20 years. Uh, I've well, got shiny toys, toy syndrome, five years. You know, like matter of fact, I've already have a plan that my Model Three is going to be replaced by the Cybertruck. Right? So what if what if your Model Three right now can drive around and make you you know forty thousand a year? That would, would be pretty appealing, but it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying it. That, but that's where Tesla's headed. Yes, so, I know that's where they're heading. It's just a question of when and. You know, does it truly have all the hardware to do that? Now, you know, I'm not trying to be skeptical on, on purpose, right? I'm trying to be realistic based on what I see today. Right? No, and it's fair. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you think small incremental $1,000 increases to FSD over time, as it's able to do more stuff, it kind of makes yeah. sense, right? Uh, that way, the price will gradually go up as they continuously get closer. So we're not going to see FSD until it's, like, over 20, 25,000 is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should take a poll. Anybody uh, watching or, or listening or watching after the fact in the comments section, how much would you pay for full self-drive driving? I'd yeah, be curious. Yeah. Right? I, 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 I see, frankly, I see your scenario and I see your numbers and, and they make a, they make sense. I think those numbers aren't like Paul's saying aren't realistic now. And I see Paul's, uh, argument too. So I think if you took your numbers and your 1 million mile scenario and you took uh, took that in five years, like Paul's realistic uh, expectation, um, when, because I am thinking, I'd say, correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, if you agree with me, five years probably we, we may, may see it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we take that, your scenario in five years, then yeah. But today, if they put it up another thousand dollars come July, uh, now it's over ten thousand Canadian. Do you fault people for not buying it at that point? I don't fault people for not buying it at that point. Frankly, I do. I don't. Yeah, do. you really? buy it early, and it'll be worth more later. If you're going to hold the car for five years, <laughs> we need to have this podcast uh, redo it in like ten years. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if YouTube doesn't go anywhere, this podcast won't go anywhere. I want to pay more it. than what other companies are charging for level five autonomy. But yeah. see, no other company is really okay. So I, the opportunity to pay for it, right? Yeah, I didn't get your answer at the end of the day. Uh, hum, give me. I know you may say there isn't a, a number, but just <laughs> give me a number that you would say, "Well, that's ridiculous. I'm not paying that." Me? Frankly, yes. Oh, all, so all if a number. If full self driving exists, I'd pay up to a hundred thousand for it. Okay, no, 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 no. Yes. In today's current stand, I'll yes. pay anything under a hundred thousand because I know if I believe in the company enough where it's gonna head in that direction where I can keep the car long enough, I'll make back that money and then some. Okay, so I think what we could take from this, <laughs> Sorry, this whole thing. Not like a correct answer. So no, no, that no, doesn't no. sound like economics one oh one to me. There's something <laughs> wrong here. <laughs> what, what, what well no, what I was gonna say is what we could take by by Franklin's um uh, deduction here is if you get a car and you get FSD and you pay tens of thousands of dollars for it, you better keep that car. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you better keep that keep car. The, if you're planning to keep the car and you believe in Tesla's overall goal, yeah. uh, I don't see a problem paying 10, 15, 20,000 for it. But if if you're going to keep it. Yeah. But if you, if you not hundred percent sure and you think that a car may be rolled over in four or five years, then I wouldn't probably well, buy it, right? You, you know, if, For sure. if, I, if I put my futurist hat on, right, you know, probably the concept of car ownership as we know it today is going to be different anyways in the future, right? It's probably going to be a shared um, you know, asset, right? People are going to own fleets. Yeah, or something, right? So, <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen in the future? But I can tell you today, based on what I know today, um, I would not pay that for yeah. full self-driving. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. No, no, that's fair. And yeah. look, I'm, I know a lot of people don't agree with me, uh, especially up front. Maybe on a, on a subscription program. Well, think about it this way: you I think they should it, right? do a subscription program. Go ahead. You bought it, right, Paul? You have full self driving. Yeah, I have full self driving. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, what price did you pay for your full self driving on your three? Let's say. Well, uh, there's a story for both of them, but <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell, okay. I just because I don't know what I can say, I'm gonna say I I, I paid four thousand for it each. Okay. okay. Dax, how much did you pay? Canadian <laughs> for full self driving. Yeah. Back last February, when Elon was playing with the numbers back and forth, and they gave a deadline where it was gonna go up, I got it for the low bottom basement price of twenty seven Canadian. That's why you don't have. What's yeah. that? That's what, you paid That's what I got mine for. Yeah. 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 Oh, so we both. Yeah. So yeah. my average cost is two thousand, but I can't get into. You're a lot smarter than you look, Franklin. So am I. <laughs> but here, here's the thing, right? So think about it this way: your car is appreciated in value, like all our cars are appreciated in value since you paid that. that. Oh, I agree. Yeah, because as it keeps going up, someone, if I was to put it on Auto Trader tomorrow with FSD in there. Yeah. So, so knowing that, even if you keep the car for, let's say, three years and you bought full self-driving today at 10000 and you assume it's going to go up 5000 over a three-year period, which is really low, I think it'd go up more than that, but let's say it would, was well, not going to help increase, yes. your, keep your investment? So yes. wouldn't that even help you? Yes and no. It would practically, yes, but then... I think it would get to a certain point. That's the whole reason I brought this topic up in the first place, or, that, or I asked you guys a question. It would get to a certain point that people would be like, oh, hell no, I'm not getting it. And they'd be like scared away or shy away from FSD That's until fair. they see some tangible well, things they can do with it. 
Yeah, I, I see Mitchell made a, a good point in the comments here about taxi medallions, right? And yes, they got really, really expensive, especially in New York City. Yeah. And until what? Until Uber. Uber, right? So sure. do you see anything in, uh, you know, that could be the Uber of um, FSD? Of S yeah, exactly. We'll put Teleportation? On your <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It, once again, like you said, you made the joke a couple minutes ago about putting on your crystal crystal ball or your yeah. futuristic helmet. Well, yeah. there's a company that Geohot had, which Apple bought it, which looked pretty promising. Yeah. Um, he, but even he said himself, and if you guys don't know who he is, look him up. He's a ridiculous engineer. George. George is, is... George Hotz, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think we all know him. He's yeah, a guru he's... for the Apple community. I'm surprised yeah. you know him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he does a lot of stuff. Like, he was sued by PlayStation. Yeah. He worked yep. for Google for a number of years, Microsoft. Uh, he got purchased out by Apple. Uh, but even he said himself, it's all about data, and his company would be a uh, year or two years behind whatever Tesla did. Yep. And his looked pretty promising until Apple bought it. And I'm not putting down Apple. I'm just saying that they're going the whole litter uh, perspective, which yeah. might may or may not Four's work. Errand? Maybe. Uh, we don't know yet, right? Because um, yeah. I know a lot of people are like totally against that because they listen to what Elon's saying. But realistically, the only level four autonomy car we have today is based off that, right? Uh, true level four autonomy, uh, which yeah. is Waymo. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. This this was a very good discussion to end off the podcast, guys. This was yeah. passionate and <laughs> and uh, whatever words I'm looking for here. The, no, no, no. Hey, this is what I wanted from. Like I said to you guys from day one, I want um, true representation of your personal opinions. I mean. We're all adults, and we can obviously do it as was exhibited here in a mature, I hate Paul now. No. mature way. No, <laughs> I've, save I've never your hate Franklin. for when we go off. Guys, we got another minute here. Then you guys can curse each other all you want. <laughs> I'm just joking. We're we're good friends off air too. At least uh, at least pretend for the viewers you guys like each other right now. <laughs> no, I'll my buddy. We're good friends yeah. off air. Like we don't yeah. just like we do this for fun and. Um, yes. We, we are good friends off air and like there's no love loss because we're giving our no. opinions and they differ yeah. and it's it's actually a lot of fun like this is all about... orchestrated i got paul to say one thing and franklin to say another <laughs> thing you know i'm kidding <laughs> it's a lawyer in him eh paul that's right it's a lawyer in me yes i'm a lawyer everyone <laughs> a anyways lawyer. we will end off we're at a, a hour and 26 minutes um paul seeing you you haven't been here in a while do you want to um Plug oh, your uh, real quick. Sorry, go ahead. See, real, Franklin, real, real he always takes takes over. No, no, no. Real quick, is there any quick questions that anyone has? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes, I was I was just expecting them throughout the, the show, and I didn't see any because we no, were no, I've been trying that. to keep an eye on them. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm getting better at First keeping. Where can we find you? <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> Even if we did have questions, we would save them for next week, just because uh, yeah. the show is running a little longer. All right, go ahead, Paul. Where can uh, we find you? YouTube.com slash Tesla Canuck. Uh, basically, Tesla Canuck on any of the social media. Um, yeah. Thank you. All right. The Thank same you. thing, but Mother Frunker across all social media. Perfect. And Dax, where can we find you? You can find me right on your screen or right in your speakers that you're hearing right now. Uh, there's no need to, to pump my... Uh, channel it's okay so in other words you can find him tesla talks on twitter dax m on youtube make sure to subscribe like his video and uh tune in next week
when he does another one. Exactly what he well said. Well put, well put, Franklin. Thank you, Franklin. Thank you, Paul. Thank <laughs> you, everyone at home, for watching or listening. Uh, join us here next week because we do it all over once again. Bye-bye, guys. Yeah. Stay well, everyone. Please stay well. Stay well.